Welcome to Powered by Her, exploring the stories of how area women power their business. Hear from the growing network of female entrepreneurs of the Upper Cumberland with your host, Tiffany Anton, director at the Biz Foundry. Powered by Her starts now. Hello, you're listening to Powered by Her in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry, and today I have Casey Overstreet, serial entrepreneur in the world of health and fitness. So, there's a lot of things that you've done, and so we'll kind of dig into all of them, but thanks you for coming, Casey. Thank you so much for having me. So um, let's kind of start off with what you're doing now. So what what in the world of entrepreneurship are you doing now? Well, I wear several hats in my world, mm-hmm. but as far as entrepreneurship is concerned, um, I have an AdvoCare health supplements business. That's something that my husband and I have done for about nine and a half years now. And recently, I've expanded into personal training. And then even more recently, I have expanded um, by getting my fitness nutrition certification and weight management specialist certification so that I can do one-on-one coaching with nutrition. So you started kind of in where you're at now, and and we'll get back into your history in a second, but you started with AdvoCare, which is a... What kind of company is AdvoCare? It's nutritional supplements. Okay. And it was a... um, multi-level marketing sure it's a direct sales company still is a direct sales company okay Mm -hmm. and then so you got you said i want to you know make some side income and it was really you it was this it was not you and your husband to start uh we we definitely partnered with it together but it was nine months of me saying let's do this let's do this let's do this uh to get us to that point of of doing it together and you grew your business so much so that you were both able to leave full-time jobs to do this yeah absolutely when when we started advocare i owned a small women's fitness facility And we had decided to grow our family through adoption. And so we needed an additional income stream to do that. We tried the products. We loved the products. And we saw an opportunity and wanted to to explore that opportunity. If you had told me in May of 2010 uh, what was coming, I probably would not have believed you at the time, thought you were pitching me something. Um, But it's been an incredible journey. And, And it was um, a plan B starting out. It, we did fund Ollie's adoption that way. For a season, it transitioned into a plan A, but what we were able to do through that season is really just process what the calling upon our lives are. Um, I love fitness. I love health and nutrition, um, specifically with women. That's sort of my my niche, really. And, he- and helping them. And helping them, absolutely. Um, it fuels my fire. Um, but the work that we do outside of that is more calling work. Yeah. My husband is a pastor. I'm a development director for Highland Rim Academy locally. And so what AdvoCare allows us to do is pursue those callings. Yeah. So you get to, you know, kind of have this thing that makes you money, but you kind of get to do these hobbies that are sort of careers, but they, they really feel like hobbies. It's it's the best of both worlds, yeah. really. So take me back. You said you owned a small fitness studio. I did. And so where did that start? What were, do, you, do you have, um, did you go to school for fitness? No. Okay. <laughs> so did you, you know, when you're 18, 19, 20, mm-hmm. did, what was your plan? What were your goals at that point? Yeah. So I have a degree from Tennessee Tech in finance 
and uh, graduated and pursued that field. I was a mortgage loan originator. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot see that. I, I loved it. I really did. Um, then uh, I did uh, insurance and investing. I did mutual funds, uh, variable annuities, things like that. And then uh, there came a point in our life where we wanted to start a family. And I had a pretty stressful uh, career, I guess you could say. And uh, we moved to Murfreesboro and I got a chance to just go, okay, what do I really want to do? And I had a friend and at the time I felt like it was so random. Now I look back and go, oh, the Lord just used her in this. And she said, you know, Casey, what, what I think you'd really be good at is working in fitness. And I thought, hmm, okay, I want to change. And Did so you, were you, were you into working out? Were you into eating healthy? Just, were, I mean, just hobbies, you know, ran a you few play, half marathons. Did you play a lot of sports and stuff when you were growing up? Okay. I, I was, okay. I was active growing up okay. and, uh, and you were a runner at that point. So yeah. It yeah. Well, you know, I lose, I use that term loosely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you just said you ran a few marathons. So. Half, 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 half marathons. Okay. Half. Uh, and, and so I thought, you know what, let's pursue this. And I started working part-time in um, a Curves franchise in Murfreesboro. And, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm wired in a way that when I see something, I want it to be the best that it can be. And so this part-time job turned into me managing that facility, which turned into me managing both of the facilities in Murfreesboro, and then on down the road led me to purchasing one of those facilities. Wow. So how old were you when you purchased a, your first Curves facility? Uh, 29, no, 30. Okay. And did you think... Okay, like I'm a 30 year old, I'm gonna start, oh, I'm gonna own my own business. And like, this is what I kind of the plan for the next bit of life, like 10, 20 years. Yeah, I probably should do a better job long term planning <laughs> my life. Um, but I've, I've just always had that business mindset, you know, growing up, um, you know, sometimes girls will think of, you know, their dreams of, planning their wedding or their homes and all of those are wonderful things. And I've, I've enjoyed those things, but, um, you know, as a little girl, I think I was more business minded. I think I was always looking for a way to, to, to develop a business. And so at the time I just thought, man, it'd be great if I could have the flexibility of being my own boss, but yet still doing this that I enjoy doing now hindsight. It was a lot more than I expected it to be. You know, those uh, state reports and payroll taxes. And we and talk all about that. that a lot on this podcast is that, you know, yeah, you might have a passion for and, and at least you had that finance piece mm-hmm. with you. But, you know, then health and fitness. But it's like there's a lot more to entrepreneurship than just the cool, sexy pieces. And no matter how much you love your employees, there's just a lot of stress that comes with managing employees. Yeah, yeah. So how big, how many employees were you managing? Uh, I think at the time I had like six, probably. And were there any things at the time that were um, helping you, or maybe even along this whole journey that you've gone through, that really have helped you learn how to manage a team and how to be in that leader role? Oh, absolutely. I look back now and go, oh my goodness, I... I could have served them so much better mm-hmm. than I did at the time. I loved them. They were they were each friends in my life. Um, but I I could have 
I could have served them and and their needs better instead of perhaps being so focused on what my goals were. Well, let's let's find out how you how you got those skills in just a second. You're listening to Powered by Her in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center, and we have Casey Overstreet, who is kind of serial entrepreneur um, in the health and wellness field. Right now, your your main business is Advocare mm-hmm. um, with some personal training on the side and um, you you have another whole career. But um, so it being a leader, I've always I personally have always felt like I have leadership skills, but I'm I'm in the first time kind of managing other people. Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting um, it's an interesting game, you it know. Is. So how do you how how did you find the tools to really be a good leader to manage other people? I think sometimes you can just be a leader by just doing good and and being a good example, mm-hmm. but trying to draw out the best in people is a totally different thing. It it is, and I think that's been one of our greatest blessings from Advocare is that when you're managing a team of distributors, it's really a volunteer army. They are not your employees and and you're not uh, there to manage them. You're there to lead them. And so Advocare has really taught us so much in the leadership realm through doing, obviously, making mistakes. You know, oh, I look back and see where I could do a lot of situations better, but also accepting that we need to learn from other people and we constantly need to be striving to follow in the footsteps of others. And so uh, reading has been a huge component. That's something that Advocare really has always challenged us on. You know, leaders are readers. And then, um, you know, getting us in the space of people like, Andy Andrews and uh, Walter Bond and Neil Jeffrey and and seeing how people have been successful as leaders Mm -hmm. and then replicating that not exactly how they did it, but through our own personality and skill set. We really believe in as a leader, find out what your strengths are and operate within those strengths. Obviously, we always want to try to shore up weaknesses but we're designed to operate a certain way. And so find out what those strengths are, operate within those strengths, find out what the strengths are of the people that you're leading and allow them to operate within their strengths. Yeah, I, I think that that's a huge sign of a good leader is to adjust um, yourself a little bit to pull out the, the best qualities in, in the team around you. Yeah. So I think that's really good. Um, have you had any specific mentors that really have impacted your journey and that you feel like, gosh, things could have gone a totally different way had it not been for them. Yeah, I think that I've had many mentors along the way. Um, Back when, you know, I first started with Curves, the owner of those franchises at the time really poured into me and and taught me so, so much during that time. We've had a variety of leaders in AdvoCare who have poured into us over the years, both on a corporate level and on a distributor level. Um, and now, you know, more recently, I, I think once I hit 40, I realized I needed some personal uh, mentorship, you know, someone who can look me straight in the eye and offer me advice or maybe call me out on some things that's mm-hmm. important as well. Um, and so Melissa Parks, who's the development director at Habitat, has been that person in my life. And then Becky Davidson, who is the um, CEO and president of Rising Above Ministries. She has been a previous guest on Powered by Her. Yes. So you can look back and get um, Becky's whole story and, and how inspiring she has been Absolutely. in her own life. 
Um, so those are some pretty heavy hitters. Those are some pretty good, um, you know, mentors to have around. Yeah. Where do you get the, um, or do you think that there's any personal characteristics about yourself that have really gotten you to where you're at? <laughs> good or bad? You know, it's it's so funny. This is just honestly the first thing that popped into my head uh, when you asked that question. Uh, back when I was a loan officer, um, I had a, a friend that, that I worked with and she said, you know, Casey, you're like a dog with a bone. Like you just won't let go of something. <laughs> and, and I am. I mean, when I see something and I know that I know that I know that this is the way that you know, this is what can happen. This is what the potential of a situation is. Or, you know, this could be done so much better. You know, I'm all in. Yeah. Go big or go home. You know, full, yes. full my full attention is is on that. Which can be tough sometimes because mm-hmm. then you, you know, like you said, you can't just go half in on anything. No. And so um, it can really pull you in a d- different direction. So how do you kind of keep that balance? How do you Figure out how to maintain to go all in at one place and not let everything else fall off your plate. Well, I don't believe in balance. (laughs) Balance uh, does not it does not exist. You prioritize in that time and space. When I am helping someone in the health and fitness realm, you know, my my focus is there for that time. When I'm at home with my family, my focus and my priority priority is there at that time, because I can't do everything all at once. As women, we're multitaskers, but sometimes we have to realize that you need to set some things aside and focus on the task at hand first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think sometimes we um, divide ourselves too thin, mm-hmm. and then we're not doing we're not doing well at anything. Absolutely. Um, and so that focus is really important. Um, where do you find your emotional and personal support? You, I mean, you kind of talked about Becky Davidson mm-hmm. and um, Melissa Parks. Um, other than like the work and professional, where where do you kind of when you're on those days where you're just dragging, where do you have people who are going to boost you up? Yeah, my faith is my foundation. Um, I can tell when I haven't spent enough time in the word, when I haven't opened my Bible enough, when I haven't been been praying enough. Um, you know, just drawing close to the Lord that way, I can tell because that's when I get a little bit more frazzled. I get a little bit more stressed out and I forget to keep the main thing, the main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would definitely say that my faith is my foundation. Um, but my husband is absolutely, you know, also a rock in my life. And he is that person that I can just go to and just vent. And he's also very wise. And so I welcome his feedback and he sees, he sees things from a different angle than I do. And so I really appreciate, um, you know, the advice and wisdom that he offers. I think that's really, um, important that people surround themselves with people who aren't just necessarily just like them. Yeah. Because sometimes you think, well, I don't, I don't really agree with that viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't necessarily want to surround myself with people. But then it's like, well, that's the world. Yeah. The world thinks differently. And so it's nice to have other feedback. And and sometimes they're going to be a little bit more positive than you and put a, a brighter spin that maybe yeah. your self-talk would. Um, but sometimes it's going to be a little bit more keep it real, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I have those people in my life that I've looked them in the eye and said, I need you to call me out. Yeah. I know what I'm what I'm prone to. Um, and so I need you to check me mm-hmm. every so often. Yeah. And that's good to have. You're listening to Powered by Her in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry and we have Casey Overstreet with um, 
just her journey into health and wellness and fitness um, entrepreneurship. So um, we're going to talk. And so I, I asked you, I'm going to be a little honest right now. I asked you maybe a couple months ago to be on this podcast and um, you had faced a big changeover mm-hmm. with AdvoCare. Yeah. And so, um, and there's this huge kind of, I believe in in my world of entrepreneurship, whether direct marketing, direct sales market or direct sales companies mm-hmm. are entrepreneurs or not. Yeah. And um, so go tell me a little bit about the changes. We don't have to go into a sure. time, but a little bit of the changes that ha- occurred through AdvoCare. Yeah. Well, first of all, I would 100 percent say that a direct sales business is an entrepreneurial business. You have to focus on it. And, you know, we would say if you treat it like a business, it'll pay you like a business. If you treat it like a hobby, it'll pay you like a hobby. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be focused. You always have to be growing. You have to be intentional with your time. Um, So when we started AdvoCare in May of 2010, it was a multi-level marketing company, um, which meant that we earned multiple streams of income and that income expanded all throughout our organization. And so um, we had distributors in like 38 of the of the 50 states and so we could earn a residual income um, from all of those all of those distributors and it's definitely a model that to this day I still support I see the power of the income opportunity from it Um, in May we were definitely caught off guard uh, with the news that AdvoCare was shifting from a multi-level structure to a single level structure and at the time it rocked our world, honestly, because we knew AdvoCare as this one thing. And now it was still the same products. It was still the same um, leadership, but it turned into a single level company instead of that multi-level company. So just to break it down, I mean, Mm -hmm. this, your family's home income cut in half ish. Uh, that's what we had feared. Okay. That's not actually but, what happened. But that's kind of where it, it seemed like it was That's headed. where it seemed like it was headed. Drastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it felt very massive mm-hmm. at, at the time. And um, for many people, you know, they have. They have experienced that that kind of a, of a loss. Uh, for our family now, hindsight, what we see is it actually has opened us up to additional opportunities like the personal training and like the um, fitness nutrition mm-hmm. coaching that that I'm beginning. Yeah, and so now you can kind of put these other pieces together. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 to go back to this debate of entrepreneurship with um, direct sales, the big um, because I I have used Advocare products mm-hmm. myself personally, and so when this came out and just the business aspect of things, I kind of started reading articles and um, people were saying, well, this is this is why it's not your own business because somebody else is coming in here and somebody else is you know if you have your own business, people that can't happen. Sure. And my biggest um, counter to that is Fitzgerald Glider Kids, mm-hmm. which government regulations have changed what they can do in their business, mm-hmm. the government, it's not, but I mean, he a hundred percent, he owns his own business, you know? And so I think that can happen in any kind of business. And you know what we can't control are people's personal preferences. Mm-hmm. And so you could be a real estate agent and then some personal preferences could change. You could own a clothing store and then personal preferences change. Yes. And so you may lose some customers here yeah. or there. You might have a vision um, for your photography business that you want to see your final product to have this type of look. 
But there may be a segment of people that don't necessarily care for that that yeah. type of look. You know, we can't control every aspect that that impacts our business. Well, and the other thing, too, you know, just like you, you mentioned a boutique and people's personal preference. Let's say you own a boutique and some other um, controversial store opens across the street mm-hmm. or something and you lose a bunch of business because of just the people who are around there. Again, it's not there. There are things that are out of your hand. There's so many. And factors. so that to me, that argument that that you didn't you don't own your own business because, um, you know, the the levels of, of Advocare or whatnot mm-hmm. um, seems a little interesting to me because I, I see, think that there's um, a lot of ways that your business can be affected by outside factors absolutely so um so um so what have you so you you faced this and Mm -hmm. you decided to pivot Mm -hmm. how long did you kind of let yourself sit in the doom and gloom because listen and that's why i i I, i've been bugging you and i said let's let's let you decompress and let's get you on here but everybody faces things like this everybody in their business i mean i'm sure there were times and curves that you thought oh my gosh, this is it. This is the end. We can't go on. So how long did you let yourself sit in the doom and gloom? I would say that we had good days and we had bad days. And so at first it just felt so heavy. And then, you know, maybe a week later, okay, it's not so heavy, but then, you know, something else, you know, a, a person's decision would come up that we would, oh, that we would take it back on again. And I think that's where we go back to our faith and, you know, just had to really look at ourselves and say, okay, this has changed. Have, have we changed? Has, have the products changed? What's the Lord trying to teach us through this process? And really remembering who our provider is, um, you know, Matthew chapter six, the word says that, I mean, look at the birds of the air and the flowers of the field and look how they're taken care of. Isn't our father God going to take care of us even, even more so? And so we had to go, you know what? Advocare is not our provider. TJ and Casey Overstreet are not, are not our own providers. Do we have to be diligent and work hard? Absolutely. Work has never scared us. We've both been working probably from a younger age than what is what is legal <laughs> to to work. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's like good days and bad days. You don't wake up and go, oh, done, check. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a constantly, Lord, what are you teaching me through this? How can I grow and how can I become stronger through it? And I think keeping those moments um, fresh, it, 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 okay, am I on the right track? Am I doing what I need to do? Am I, is this business headed in the direction I'm intending it to mm-hmm. go? Um, and so maybe there was a point where, you know, maybe a year ago you were doing well with the business and all that, and you weren't being able to serve people with the, you know, nutrition and mm-hmm. personal training and really impact the people that you are today. You have some one-on-one, yeah. you know, meetings that you are definitely impacting, not just, um, kind of the fitness of things, but you, you know, their, their emotional state as well, that sure. that all goes together. And so maybe this was your kind of wake up call to say, there's more you can be doing. I really see it as a gift right now. Um, you know, I'm an eight, at an age where you never say never because circumstances always change. But I don't have a desire to build a massive empire. I have a desire to impact people one on one and let them then turn around and have an impact from that, from that point it's forward. It's really interesting that you say that because from my, I do think you kind of have a little bit of an empire. You have, you know, you, you've 
certified yourself in, in different realms. And I think you could, you know, have this army that you're just, you're imp- like you said, you, you're impacting and then they're impacting. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I do think, you know, you're not just focused on just these products. You're focused on the whole entire kind of mind, body and soul. And I, I think that is somewhat, I mean, it's an empire for the upper Cumberland. <laughs> You know? But but my heart behind it is to focus one at a time and not to just, you know, line all these people up and not give them truly the help that they that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it's not a numbers game. It's a relationship. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You're listening to Powered by Her in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry and Casey Overstreet is here kind of talking about Advocare and kind of the journey with that. Is there anything that you would say to someone who wants to start a business or any advice that you want to impart on listeners? Sure. Well, I would say that if you have a passion and, you know, that stirring within you that won't go away, then you need to pursue it. Your first step, though, is going to be to look towards people who have gone ahead of you, who are a couple of steps ahead of you that you can look at and say, I want to do this, but tell me what I need to be aware of. Mm -hmm. You know, what's the worst case scenario? Not that the worst case scenario is going to happen to you, but have have that that backup plan. Maybe that's because I'm a six in the Enneagram. And so I see (laughs) worst case scenarios. I don't know. Um, But I think a lot of times people really have a great business idea and they really have the heart behind it, but they didn't do enough of their research and get their head behind it to set themselves up to do the work that that really was needed. You know, sometimes businesses um, close or end, not because that service wasn't needed, not because that that person wasn't well equipped for that purpose, but just because they didn't do enough advanced planning. Yeah. And you're a planner. I'm a planner. (laughs) Um, All right, Casey, how can people find you? How can they connect with you if they are looking for Casey Overstreet. You can find me on pretty much every social media platform Instagram, as Casey Overstreet. Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. Um, TJ and Casey Overstreet.com. Yes. Correct. Yes. Okay. As And you, if you see the, the car around town. The- Fo- follow the Suburban. <laughs> Don't judge my driving skills. I have four kids. There might be a lot of commotion going on. Uh, but it's TJ and Casey is C-A-S-E-Y. TJ and Casey.com. Okay. Oh, it's TJ. No, Overstreet. No. Just, just TJ and Casey.com. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you so much for coming on. And I look forward to seeing where the rest of your journey goes. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. 